everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Martinis and Magic. We are doing chapters five through eight today in A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, just warning, big spoiler for all the SJM books. Yeah, the Moss universe. Yeah, basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're honestly, all my notes is mostly just spoilers for Akatar. Yeah, me too. I don't series. think I say anything to um, Throne of Glass or Crescent City. Yeah. And similar- oh, maybe at the end when I go through the unhinged theories, but okay. like not during this okay. main part. Yeah, if you guys want to stick around after the chapters, we are going to do some unhinged theories that Emily read and I have not heard before. So we'll discuss those live. Um, but similar to the last episode we're not going to go through like page by page we're going to go through each chapter say a high level summary what it's about and then just kind of dive into either quotes or just like um new information that maybe we didn't notice the first time um yeah um we're drinking porter and plot which is a red blend from your wink i no, think is it a red blend i thought it was the cab it is the um i actually don't know yeah, we're... It tastes more like a blend, actually. Oh, it's a Pinot Noir. Oh, Pinot Noir. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of their, like, more expensive ones, because I think we had credits left over. Did I never have credits left over. I well, from when over. we're in Europe now? No, I still got a week. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, ooh, I didn't order my next one. But it is really good. Emily and I are old ladies, and we now put ice in our red wine. Oh, my God. It's so good. We highly recommend. Well, last episode, we did... Tea. Oh, but the episode before that, we had the ice cubes, the grapes that I froze, and we put them in. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, okay, so chapter five, do you have a like two-sentence summary, or do you want me to read one? Um, I do. Okay, yeah, do it. I know. I have sentence summaries for all of them, because wow. I didn't last time. Um, okay, so Feyre is led by Tamlin on horseback from her cottage, or hobble, as Tamlin calls it to the spring court and we both thought this part was funny so I added it into my notes is that she like goes to speak to him and he uses his magic to basically knock her out and put her to sleep for the next two days while they travel there. After I said that I kept reading and I did think maybe it was to her point like so she didn't see like the pathway to get back. Oh okay. But it was funny because she was trying to talk to him he was like nope. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Um do you want to go? or? Yeah, sorry. I didn't know if you had anything else to say. Ooh, I just spit my wine on your counter. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, okay. So the first note that I have on here is that um, I have no... I like On page 44, they talk about leveling buildings, breaking armies apart, and butcher you before you could blink. That's page like, 44? Yeah. What page... Oh, you... I forgot. So, okay, I'm on my Kindle. And Emily is with the real book. So I'm looking at mine. It says, like, page 73. Yeah. And so they go, there are places like Printhian divided and ruled by seven high lords, beings of such unyielding power that legend claimed they could level level buildings, break apart armies, and butcher you before you could blink. Do you think that's reference to any? I think it's all of them. Oh, I didn't know if it was, like, I was trying to figure out if it could be the inner circle and, like, leveling buildings could be Reese and, like, armies, Cass... See, if anything, I thought leveling buildings was cast because he destroyed those oh, buildings in... Spring in court? No, not in summer. Spring court in summer. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. But that's the only one that... Yeah. Because all the other High Lords, like, I mean, are very Have powerful. That, yeah, like a bunch of powers, that's true. Um, 
like Tamlin can like break apart things with his. Fucking but they anger. always talk about how more powerful Reese is. I know. Them, so. I think that one from last the... chapter about like turning your bones to dust was definitely Reese. Yeah. But I'm not sure about this one. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. I was just maybe. Um, okay, and then what else did I have? I took these notes when we were gonna do it last time, so you go because I don't know okay. the context of. So mine. I thought this was really interesting, and again, like. I feel like I'm reading into everything. Like if Sarah J. Moss used the color purple on a shirt and then she said the color purple and wings and ruin, I'm just like, oh my God, foreshadowing. So I, I'm not totally sure if yeah. this is foreshadowing, but it is something to note. And so Feyre is having like an inner monologue and she is saying, I'd be little more than a lamb in a kingdom of wolves. Mm. And then it's period, it says wolves dash wolf. And in A Court of Wings and Ruin, Reese tells Feyre, remember that you are a wolf and you cannot be caged. Oh, I didn't even think about that parallel. Yeah, so, like, it definitely, not sure if that's, yeah. like, direct, but I just feel like the extra emphasis on mm-hmm. wolf was really interesting. I do think that, like, I don't know the term for it, but, like, it's not foreshadowing, but I think she does nice, like, parallels like that where she will pull things from, like, previous books and tie them in in some way. Yeah, I agree. Um, something I wanted to talk about is how do we think Feyre pictured Printhian before seeing it? Like, do you think she pictured it just, like, really dark and, like, crumbling almost? No, because they know that they live in luxury. Um, do they? I thought she was surprised by it. No, because they're, like, oh, these high phase with, like, their, um, I think she didn't picture it, like, broken. I think she pictured it more just, like, mass party and, like, debauchery. Hmm. Okay, I uh-huh. pictured it like it was extremely gray and a lot mm. of like scary creatures and like cobblestone. Oh no, I pi- I pictured her picturing it like, um, what's the scene in like some movie or something like, maybe I'm thinking of a book where like they like go to hell or something and it's just like a massive party everywhere. I don't know, but that sounds fun. I'm excited to go to hell. <laughs> um. And then, so she's talking, or Favor's like, thinking, and she's on this ride, and she's talking about how the only people have been over the wall are, like, children of the blessed. Like, what do you think happened to those people? Like, I think that they must have gotten eaten by, the the, like, phase. evil. Yeah. yeah, like, they're, like, creatures, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think any survived. Well, except they did run into them in... And they got eaten. But they didn't run into them because they had been, like, living in Perinthian. They had crossed over. How did they know how to get through? Probably, like, rumors or something. But they had just crossed through. Oh. Because she, like, wills their minds to be like, let's go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> and then, so, Feyre makes this, like, connection. And this went through my mind the first time I ever looked at the map of Perinthian. But... <laughs> What they left the humans in Printhian is so like fucking small. Dust, yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, why didn't they just take that entire continent and then... Because the continent across where, like, Highburn is at the top. Like, the humans have an actual, like, decent amount of land. So I'm, like, but so... But are they also still slaves over there or no? Or humans not slaves? No, the now? wall is still there. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, I'm just, like, really confused why they left that. I wonder if Printhian was where, like... It was mainly Fae territory beforehand. 
like already had it established yeah. or something i don't know but like why weird. did everyone like leave it's yeah. just very odd yeah um oh one of my notes is that like even when she is like in this chapter when she's essentially in her mind like going to her like doom she's still more worried about her family than I she know. is herself i know it's so sad yeah i know that as well um and when she's talking about herself too like she's saying how what's like worse is like what nesta might do to like help elaine um kind of like implying like she would become a prostitute yeah. or like sell her body and i just thought it was like interesting like nesta really from the beginning like just never like valued herself and i think Mm -mm. that stems from like trauma from her mom 100 percent. and i think that like nesta does like she doesn't really become her full self until her character arc in silver flames i think in the three or four if you count frost and starlight starlight it is her kind of like struggling with her own demons yeah just like so self-deprecating i really just don't think she has any like sense of like worth or self well, i don't think any of the sisters really do i think they all kind of struggle with that because like favorite even values their life more than her it's like she was thinking of them more than her I life i think so too but favorite at least believed in herself enough to be like capable to like yeah do something um, yeah that's true and just said it was interesting and then i had a question for you so she notes how like magic is tangy and it's like this metal smell this is my same i i wrote this down too okay well i was gonna ask you like because you've read more fantasy books than me, I know it's common throughout, like, kind of SJM's books, but is it common throughout all of fantasy? Um, you, it isn't, it isn't. Like, it's not a super common, like, theme, um, but I have seen it before, where it's not, like, exactly, like, metallic, tangy, but you can, like, taste magic, or, like, you can, like, feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the plated prisoner, they talk about how you can like see it, like the aura of it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. How SJM describes it is, I picture this is gross, but like, have you ever had like a nosebleed and yep, you can taste that's it? Yeah, I did it too. Ugh, like, um, yeah. But what mine was was after this book, do we ever get another reference to the metallic tang of magic? Is it because she becomes, um, fey? So like, I think it's become she becomes fey. I think they might have made a reference to it with Nesta and Elaine. I don't remember. Um, But it's also more prevalent now because, like, I'm not sure if she references that later on in this book, but everything's glamoured right now. So I think that's why everything smells like it. Um, But it's just, like, super overpowered because there's so much of it. Because it's not like every item smells like it, but she can, like, tell because she'll, like, sniff the food. So it might be when it's in, like, high concentrated. Or when it's, like, being, like, used on, like, in play, I'm thinking. Yeah okay um and then my other question for you was so like do the fae hate humans as much as humans hate the fae because like they hates them so much and they have all these like horrific stories of how awful the fae are and like we even get how like tamlin and lucian are like total assholes to her i don't think they hate the humans because like, as we go along, the reason they're, like, fighting this battle in the first place is so, like, they're, like, trying to protect the humans. But, like, that's, like, Reese in the inner circle mainly. Like, Tamlin was going to let Highburn in and, like, let them break down the wall. He didn't get two shits. I mean, that humans. was because he was, like, he made a bad deal. But I think he does. And, like, so does, like, Summer Court as well. Mm. Um, because that's how the treaty became, like, 
oh, active yeah, in the first place. Yeah. yeah, like Printhian. Like, yeah, more was friends with the first original. Yeah, queen. they didn't like yeah. value like slaves like Highburn does. Yeah. Um, and I think more is like, I think it's them just being like really angry one that like the idea of like a human falling in love with the Fae because you know the hatred and like their best friend just got like murdered, murdered by someone who's like so much weaker i think that's where the hate is stemming from but, right like, now it's so and it's also we have to keep remember it's from favor's perspective yeah so like she thinks they hate humans yeah that's true um but like in her perspective to that like they sent andres out there to get murdered by her like so i don't know i feel like they're I think they're just, like, projecting the hatred. Like, I think they just, like, like hate themselves right now. Oh, yeah. And, like, I get... Okay, that's a good point. You know, like, I think they're just, like, really mad at themselves that when they're in this situation and that Tamlin's too dumb to think of a different situation. Yeah, Yeah, he hasn't done anything for 49 years. Yeah, so I think it's more that. Yeah, okay. Um... And then, again, this might be me reading in too much, but at the very end of the chapter... She is talking about magic, and she goes, I recognize the power deep in my bones from some collective mortal memory and terror. And that's just because I really love the theory that, like, Pharaoh was part Fae, like, at some point in her bloodline, which is why she ended up being so powerful. And same with the sisters. I do like that theory, too. And so I just thought that line maybe, like, made that connection. Oh, I like that. I didn't even notice that. Hmm. Um, One of my favorite quotes was... It's a little, like, foreshadowing to um, Akameth is, it's on, like, the last page of this. She goes, and they, like, just arrive at the house, and she goes, my prison or my yes. salvation. I could not decide Salvation. Which. And it's like, ugh. but I mean, I thought it was, I didn't even pick up on that. I thought it was, like, when she actually becomes a prisoner in that house. Oh. He locks her in. I was thinking that is her like, salvation. Mace. Or when Reese is like, you're my salvation for Yeah. I took it as, like, Spring Court literally becomes her prison. Yeah. There are so many, like, we could take as foreshadowing, yeah. though, to that scene. Like, so I have... True. I have one in Chapter 8 or mm-hmm. something, too. Yeah. Um, but all those, like, foreshadowings that I picked up on now is what reminded me of Beauty and the Beast. Like, it's just so similar. See, but, like, I didn't pick up on that when I first read it. Which is, like, now I do. I'm like, how did I not pick up yeah. on that? Like, that's Because, so like, dumb. the Beast was super angry at her. Yeah. Like, he had bad manners. He was, like, trying to flirt, but, like, in Didn't a really poor way. Yeah. Very true. I mean, yeah. Um, my final bullet point was, like, I never noticed this when I first read it, but, like, Tamlin already had a horse waiting for her when they, like, first left her cottage. So, like, he wouldn't have brought that horse if he was not planning on taking her back with him. Of course he was. Well, okay, yeah, but, like, when I was first reading it, I was, like... Oh, I would have just assumed... So, when I first read this... So, my only other, like, context of, like... Okay, my friend described this to me as, like, a magic book, which, like... I would not describe that to someone. I would just say fantasy. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, there's magic. So, in my head, I kept, like, waiting and waiting for, like, the spells. <laughs> But I would have just assumed he would have, like, conjured this horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because that's how I was really confused reading it, because I feel like she kind of described it like, a little different. Like, he was able to, like, like, oh, it's, like, a magic. Like, you would love it because you loved Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which I do, but it's I not was, like... that type of magic. I was, like, they don't say, like, Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> also, imagine Reese being, like, Spelliamus! 
<laughs> That's what I was like waiting for. Or like for something, you know? Oh my god, I would die. Like we don't get any potions or riddles until the fucking book. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know, and she couldn't even fucking read it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, I didn't have anything else to say about chapter five, but chapter five ends with her waking up from the horse. Yeah. That was all I have. One of these things is like, what was she going to do with this knife? But I don't know why I made that bullet point. I don't remember their reference to a knife. It's probably a Oh, she had one on the side, remember? Because she uh, woke up without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then just for some time context, at the end of this chapter, they've been traveling for two days. Yeah. Okay. Chapter um, six. Chapter six. Do you want me to do the summary? It doesn't matter. I said, Feyre arrives at the spring court and meets Tamlin's human form, and we get introduced to Lucian. Yep. My fave. I think I loved Lucian from day one. Oh, me too. I thought he was so funny. Same. I think he's so funny. I didn't realize how much, like, because in my mind, Lucian is such a little, like, pushover to Tamlin, and I'm just so frustrated with him. But, like, in this book, he really gives sass to Oh, Tamlin. I love it. The whole, like, douchebag, like, high and mighty air. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And he's just, like, laughing at how bad Tamlin is. I know. Way. It is so good. It's so funny. So I really want to start out with, like, what do you picture the spring court looking like? Okay, so I picture it, um, like, I don't picture it like a big city by any means. I picture it very olden days, almost like Beauty and the Beast, like, rolling hills, and, like, in my mind, like, I don't even see their town or anything. It's just, like, Tamlin's giant mansion. Um, and it's, like, all made out of, like, white stone. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these, like, grand staircases and, like, pillars and whatnot. Yeah, I picture, like, that, too. I actually think there's a fan art out there that depicts it really well that I'm picturing. And, like, I picture there's, like, this giant, like, massive gate that opens up and then there's, like stones. Do you picture a huge fountain in the front? Yeah. Me too. And like you have to walk through all these like stones to get to the main steps and then there's like the staircases where there's like three, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to walk up and then you go to another one of the main house. Yeah. I We might find this out later but you might know off the top of your head. So I made a note how it is weird how like the spring court isn't like a city. But I'm pretty sure you have to like walk down to the town. Yeah. But is everyone else outside of the manor under the mountain? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think we'll get an answer for it later. I don't remember Because either. she doesn't take everyone in Printhia under the mountain because that's not possible. Because remember, like, Callus or whatever in the Winter Court, his wife, mm-hmm. um, like, stayed there in Winter Court. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure, though. But, like, Lucian's mom is um, under the mountain because, like, we hear her scream. Yeah, but she's from bottom. Yeah. But, like, I'm trying to think of, like, other courts. Like, oh. I don't think they take, like... I think they took, like, all I was the... just thinking they did take most, like, that fight's so dangerous outside the spring court. Because, like, I mean, generally, the yeah. spring court's not, like, a dangerous a little, region. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it's, like, a big city by any means. Because, like, in um, Akawar, like, Lucian's, like, there's a city. There's kids running around crying, like, laughing. Right. And, like, he was, like, I understand why you fell in love with it here. So, I think Valaris is, like... That's true. Really yeah. unique. Yeah. But even like... I think because the, maybe there's no hierarchy there too. The summer works. court is like a big rolling city because she describes it as like you can see all the mm-hmm. like... Like a coastal city. Yeah. I don't know. I think the spring court is just... Weird. Yeah. Um, and I think Tamlin's a really bad ruler. 
I think so too. Um, oh, this is where we also learn that they wear masks. Yes, it is. And when I was first reading it, I just like never pictured the mask because it was too hard for me. <laughs> it just seemed like too odd for me to See, picture. See, like I only pictured the masks, hmm. which is like, like a masquerade ball type mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just seemed so odd that I couldn't do it. Um, but I thought it was like funny to then realize like Favorite has literally not seen Tamlin in human form until she like got to this chapter and I just like wanted to point out her thought process when she saw Tamlin was so different than when she saw Reese. Like Reese was like the most beautiful man I've ever seen. And she doesn't say that about Tamlin. What does she say? Something about how his like eyes match (laughs) my b-roll. Um um, I'm trying to find it. So ugly. But how his eyes match his wolf form and he had like a strong jawline. I can't find it in here. Oh, it goes. Uh, uh, uh. He was young. Do, do, do. Yeah, she doesn't really say anything like it. Mm-mm. I mean, well, I would be more in love with Reese, too, so. Um, okay, we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but, like, so we know that, like, sometime during that two-day ride, um, he confiscated her knife, and Thera makes a big thing about it, and she's like, he groped me while I was unconscious. But, like, she does not say groped. What did she say? Just that he, like, removed her knife. No, I think she says he groped No, she was, like, picturing his, like, paws or claws on me. She doesn't say groped. Don't make it a weird thing, Emily. Um, I think it is weird. He's in his beast form with his paws. I know, but I don't think he's doing anything creepy. (laughs) Whatever. I would still feel weirded out. Um, I did have a question about the horse. Like, are there horses in the night court? I didn't think so. And, like, also... Is winnowing just a night court thing? No, everybody else can do it. Can Tamlin? Yeah, because you remember he, like, shows up in that, like, um, when they're in the meeting with all the high lords, he just, like, appears on his chair. Hmm. It might not be winnowing, but they all have forms of transportation like that. I didn't, I didn't think it was that clear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah. Yeah, what? Which one? Well, now I'm trying to remember because... More, like, grabs Lucian to, like, oh, no. Well, like, I think you have to know where you're going to winnow. That's the thing. Is that you have to picture the place. That's how you get there. So, what does that have to do with my question? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I was confused. Okay, the thing that I was confused about is that, like... They were pointing this out that, like, obviously it's spring there. Do the high lords control the temperature and the weather of their courts, or is it just how their land is? I think it's how the land is. Okay, that's what I thought, too. But she makes a note that was like, oh, are they using this much magic to even control the weather and everything? No, I think she was just, like, kind of confused. Um, and it makes, like, the note. Yeah. Um, but they it does reflect kind of, like, the mood of their high lord, right? Like, when... Tamlin is like upset in the rest of the other books yeah. and he stays in his beast form like the spring court kind of like falls apart I think it says that like their magic replenishes the land 
Right. Or maybe I got that from another fantasy book. I'm not sure. It kind of sounds right. Um, and then the only other thing that I have was on... So during this whole chapter, Feyre is just like, I mean, it's like funny slash annoying because we know the truth now, but she will not stop talking about all these things she like once believed about fairies. Like she was like, never drink their wine, never eat their food. Yeah, they, they can't, can't lie. lie. Like, like iron and like all these just like lies that like the fairies definitely spun like for their favor. But the like fairies funny. can't lie thing is a very common Oh, it is. And don't drink their wine or food. Because, like, in all of the fantasy oh, books. Oh, and the cruel prince. Yeah. They, they can't not lie. to, like, eat their food either. Yeah. I forgot um, about that. Okay. And, like, in a lot of other books, it's that they can't lie and they can't, like, don't eat their food or drink. And, like, don't dance because when their music plays, it, like, tran- like puts you in a trance. Interesting. And you, like, dance until your feet fall off. Um, so I thought this was really important. Do you touch on Lucian's eye? No, I don't. Okay, so Lucian walks in, and she was, like, confused because she was, like, it's, like, he doesn't see me at all. And then it was, like, and then his eye, like, didn't hide the eye that was missing or the carved golden orb that had replaced it, and it moved as though he could use it. It fixed on me. Because he didn't see her at first. Like, I I think Tamlin might have been glamouring her. Oh, that's interesting. Because it says... He hadn't spotted me where I was still pressed against the wall. Um, what page? Oh, well, your page is going to be different than mine. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I might be wrong, but it just made it seem like how would one Lucian not notice her? Like, yeah. smell her or see her? And then it makes the point to say that his eye, like, moved to look straight at her. And so Emily and I have, like, a theory that... His eye can see through glamour or can tell yeah. when magic is being used, which is why at the beginning of Akawar, he knew that Pharaoh was like faking it with Tamlin because he could see the other her other tattoo. tattoo through her sleeve. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't even really like that didn't register me at all, but that's a really interesting point. Mm-hmm. I could see. I just really like that theory and it seems to make sense yeah, there are numerous things when I read about his eye of it having more than one. Or, like, definitely there's more use or, like, hidden meaning behind it. Yeah. Um, do you have any more foreshadowing quotes? Um, not foreshadowing, but... Or I, I guess it's not even foreshadowing, but... Just, like, ideas. Um, one where, like, Feyre leaves or whatever, and Lucian's talking to Tamlin, and he basically like wanted to take a stand against amarantha he's like maybe it's time that we like just say enough and we like take a stand against her and i think that might have been staged no i think it was lucian getting a little frustrated with tamlin and kind of like to where we do see like the lucian that we see in the later books to where like he is a little bit more Mm -hmm. like not ballsy but like you know what I mean. It's kind of like recognizing like Tamlin's flaws, and it's like yeah. you need to like accept you're a high lord. Like you have responsibility. Yeah, and like he sees like Reese in the inner circle, and like even yeah. like Eris and his family, and like they take on all these responsibilities to protect their people, yeah. and like Tamlin kind of just like pouted and like threw a temper tantrum, yeah. and like even Lucian was like, 
we need to take a stand and tell her like enough's enough like what's this human girl gonna do like you really gonna make her fall in love with you and like that's gonna be it like come on dude these first few chapters really make it clear because i think this could have been part of the problem like we know that tamlin did not want to be high lord like he just wanted to be a warrior and it makes it so clear like that's still like how he identifies and what Mm -hmm. he looks like and so for him now to be like literally the only high lord in Printhia, he's like, wow, this is like totally what I didn't want. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's your responsibility now. But I did want to point out, so two things. Um, right before that, Lucian is introducing himself to Feyre and he looks at her and goes, your eyes are like stars. <gasps> oh, I didn't notice that. That is mm-hmm. so cute. I love all the Reese Night Court like I do too. little tidbits that we get I'm not it. seeing any Elaine Springcourt tidbits oh I yet. have one the um, the smell that was oh, I thought you were gonna do the um painting one no I don't know that one oh. but um so he says that and then I just wanted to say like you put it e that's how you spell it no do you want to bet Tamlin Oh, yeah, that was an accident. I thought you meant Lucian. Casey spelled Tamlin in her notes. Okay, T-A-M- all the other ones are spelled right. It was L-I-N- literally an accident. Tamline. Fuck off, Emily. <laughs> okay, so, like, Alice makes a point, and, like, Tamlin did too. Like, we know that every conversation they had favorite over here was, like, purposeful. On purpose, yeah. So I feel like this conversation was meant to be overheard, oh, though, because... They knew she was listening. They knew she's listening. I mean, they can hear her, like, how far yeah. away she is. Um... But then the chapter ends with, like, Feyre, like, washing off and getting into bed. And I just want to point out, like, this is such a fantasy, like, dystopian theme mm-hmm. where you have, like, servants, like, shave you and bathe you. Like, I find it so weird. Like, do you remember right before the Hunger Games, she was, like, getting waxed and her hair dyed by these, like, strangers? Like, that would be so weird. Yeah. No. Now that you point that out and I reread that part where Lucian says that, I think it was staged to kind of make Tamlin look better. And Lucian looked like the asshole, so she wouldn't go for him. Because Tamlin says, like, she stays unharmed. Her life in that hovel was hell enough. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was, like, trying to get her to show or, like, show Feyre that, like, he's not meant to hurt her and he is a nice man. Yeah, I think so, too. Or male. Um, okay, do you have anything else for seven before we go? No. Or six before we go to seven? Mm-mm. Um, so this one is Feyre gets taken to her chamber. She has a bath. She changes into all these new clothes. This is your summary. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> she has dinner with Lucian and Tamlin. And the next morning we find out about the blight and the reason behind the masks. Okay. What I did you have? Feyre spends her first night at the spring court and Tamlin attempts to flirt. We learn about the blight. Look at that conciseness. Okay, whatever. Um... Do you want to start with your things that you want to... Sure. Um, I just, like, again, me shitting on Tamlin. I just hate I mean, I how, hate hate like, entitled person. he comes off in this chapter. He's just, like, very self-deprecating and rude and just... He just, like, makes her feel, like, bad and small. Like, on mm-hmm. he when he is, like, trying to give her food and she's like, I can serve myself, showing that she's very much capable... He's like, it's an honor for a human to be served by a high fae. And yeah, like, so many red flags. Because, like, I mean, you see how Reese was with her and, like, how she was like, I fell in love with him when he let me, like, be my own person. And Tamlin 
But you're just not letting her having any power. Like you're doing, and that's what I think, again, like what Tamlin wanted at the time and what Farrah like thought she needed was like this caretaker thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're not even like letting her get her own food when she like voices what she wanted to do. And I think we've talked about this in one of our book clubs before to where like Tamlin and her's relationship, when you look at it again, you see all of these controlling things. And it is like a toxic controlling relationship to where like you think these person's actions are out of love and they are out of like because they care for you but it is really to like demean you to make you feel like you need them yeah and to make her feel like you should be oh so lucky to be in my presence and like that I'm like giving you all this stuff like I am so much like look what you made me do like I'm doing this because I love you like all of these things and it's just I mean I totally fell for it when I first read and then the second time I read it I was like how did I not notice any of these red flags? I mean, I didn't like Tamlin the first few chapters at all because he was, like, weird and, like, like this. Cringy. Like, I feel like I caught yeah. up on that. But then it made me like him because I was like, wow, look at his wall coming down. And we yeah. finally got to, like, know him more. And yeah. then and it's so manipulative. Yeah. And honestly, this is, like, the only, like, this is my first spicy book I've ever read. So it's, like, all I cared about was, like, getting to that point. So oh, I was just excited. Same. I was, like, I was, like, on a, like, mystery and thriller, like, binge. And then I read this. And I was, like, oh, my God. What is this genre? Yeah. The book before this I read was... um Oh I gosh. read Pachinko. This is gonna drive this. me crazy. So totally different. Oh, it's all be there in the dark. For those of you that. out there that like true crime, it's a really <gasps> good book. Oh my god, it's a HBO documentary. Yeah, it's a good book about the Golden State serial killer. Yeah. So I love true crime. Um, but I knew that this book had like spice, so when I could like feel or like read the sexual tension, I literally skipped ahead and read that chapter and then went back this spot because I was like I just need to see what all the hype is about um but yeah and like I just thought it was funny like this next scene how much illusion is like laughing at Tamla's like attempts for flattery yeah we were um talking or did we say it on this podcast I don't remember what where like Lucian is the only one that like gives it back to Tamlin and you can tell he's just like making fun of him oh yeah it's hilarious yeah um oh okay my thing is that um, Lucian goes, your skills with females have definitely become rusty in recent decades. Did Tamlin ever hook up with Reese's sister? Was that a thing or no? What? I don't think so. No. <laughs> For some reason, pe- I feel like people have said that like they were mates or they were in love and Tamlin like, helped her escape. And, like, she's not actually dead. He just did it to, like, appease I think that father. is a very far-fetched theory. Unhinged? Yeah. Mm. Um, no. I mean, I don't think we know of any of Tamlin's past loves. People also think that Amarantha and him are mates. I think so, too. Yeah. I am 100% on board with that theory. Yeah, me too. Um, but or, yeah. but, like, we also think that Tamlin and Elaine won and Lucian did it to cover it up. Hmm. Right. Or was it someone else? Oh, Lorelai had this theory where she was like, they weren't mates, but she froze his heart to make sure he could never like have another mate. What was she saying? It was like such a good idea. We should have had her on today's episode. Um, I think it was when she started the blight and she turned his heart into stone. So then he couldn't mate with anyone. Yeah, I think that's what like she wanted him. 
but like he didn't want her and so because i think he she did that to make sure that the treaty like or that the deal never happened because he didn't have like a real heart so he could never fall in love yeah yeah so that he could never mate something like that which then i was like okay like that makes sense there are so many possibilities for akatar five i know um I thought it was funny, or not funny, but so we've talked, we even saw this theory that was like Tamlin and Andres, or Andres. Andres were lovers. Were lovers, but then I was reading this and like Lucian is so worked up, I feel like he was. I know. What if they were in like a polygamous relationship? Maybe, that would be interesting. Polygamous. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking that we're confused with platonic. Oh. Um, Or wait, I think polygamous is... Is that just more than one wife, or I is think it just so. more than one partner? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, you can keep going. Um, learn that Tamlin... Oh my god, you have so many for chapter seven. I know, it was you a just chapter. Put... Oh, okay. We okay. learned that Tamlin is taking care of her family in this, which is good. We don't really get much details, but we learned that they're being watched over, so hopefully that like eases favors of mind that they're starving. Um, and then again, we just see Tamlin holding it over her head and just being like, you should be so grateful I found you before Such another one of my kind came to claim the debt, sparing your life and offering you the chance to live in comfort. Like, fuck off. It's just like she so manipulative. You kidnapped her and now you're making Right, it seem like you like should be so fucking grateful. Like, for you what? You set her up to get kidnapped and now you're telling her that she should be grateful that you set this whole thing up. Like, yeah. screw you. I know. And oh like, my God, I hate him. I don't want him to have a redemption arc. I don't want it. I know. I don't want it at all. The more... Me rereading this makes me not want it even more. Okay. I just, I will always have a little bit of want because of him at the end of Akawar. That like tore me to places. Places. Pieces. Places. Um, but again, like still controlling. Like he is restraining her from eating her food too fast or like making yeah, sure she like, eats. Like, if you had one more dude. bite, you'd throw up. Let her throw up. She's emaciated but that is like such a common theme throughout fantasy books where they're like you are not leaving this table until you eat i mean when reese would do it it's cute but like it's true reese would never do it like that i'd be like like, eat me Mm. um oh okay so i did want to play devil's advocate ew don't if it's for tamlin it is i don't want to fucking hear it just like tamlin is probably so just frustrated and like is like you need to eat and you need to like survive and like you need to tell me like about your past because he thinks like he thinks this is literally the only way to save Printhian. yeah because he is stupid he's probably just like so fucking stressed out i don't care really? he did nothing for 49 years i'm just playing devil's advocate maybe he's just so fucking uh, like wound up that he that's all he's thinking okay of. so i did want to point this out because me and you always perceive like when someone's mouth does something or when they say something differently and um when tamlin asks her like if she has any like interests and she goes no and lucian goes so typically human and tamlin's mouth quirked to the side i took that as him laughing at her did you too or no yes so whenever someone's mouth quirked to the side i always think they're like laughing I mean, no, I thought so too, but like I thought they were both being rude, so like. Oh yeah, so did I. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you. Took I think it, it was him, just like, laughing being, at like, Lucian angry. being like a jackass. Oh, I didn't know if you took it as him being like angry. Uh uh-uh. Because I feel like we always perceive those things differently. Yeah, but then, 
Like, again, Tamla and Lucian are asking if she's, like, in love with anyone. Oh, that was such a fox thing for him to do. Just be like, are we not that, like, are you so eager to get away from our company? And then he leads into company. it. Oh. That See? is so sly. Okay. That's why Reese was like, like, Lucian knows how to play the core politics. See, I didn't think that was him being sly. I literally wrote down, I thought it was two separate things. I thought it was Lucian just, like, fucking answer, asking the question. No. But then I wrote down, is Lucian a playboy? Like, no, I think he does think him, he's hot. No, it's definitely him leading it in, so then... Yeah, but then Tamlin said something else about, like... Well, because they wanted to figure out if Tamlin even had a shot of having her fall in love with him. Because if she was in love with someone else or betrothed to someone else. Because Tamlin's like, Lucian's pride tends to get in the way of his manners. Alice is like, Lucian could use getting taken down and peg or two. I think Tamlin was just trying to cover it up. I definitely took it as him like being very like sly with his words or fox-like with his words. Okay. Um, And then the fact that Feyre has a bedroom trap with the curtains. Oh my gosh, I know. That was very funny. Oh, do you have more before that? I have that? a lot more. Oh, okay. I jumped it down there. Um, Again, just continue going on shitting on Tamlin about what he does is he literally looks at her and goes, and you're insignificant enough to not ruffle this estate. Like, he literally calls Feyre insignificant. Like, she already does not think of herself yeah. highly because, like, she constantly is worried about her family and all it's of this. It's so sad. And, and like... like I just don't understand, like, this has nothing to do with, like, his anger. Like, I'm just confused. Like, why are you talking to her like that? She, and you, we learn in this chapter, she's 19 years old. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, so sad, and, like, I absolutely hate how they're talking to her like that. I think that's how he is. Like, I think, what I might be making this up, but Reese says that, like, his father was, like, a total asshole, and, like, Reese saw him and took pity on him and like tried to show him that like there is good in the world and like you can't have friends and you can't have these things and like Tamlin was not raised with love or with laughter with all of these things and like he is raised to speak to people this way yeah which maybe I was just devil's advocate for him I mean Tamlin for sure needs to go do a lot of therapy oh I'm gonna send him Jill's contact info I love my therapist Makita if you're listening, you've been doing wonders. Kita and Jill, we love you. Keep up the good work. Um, and so finally, near the end of this chapter, this is the very first time in a chapter seven we finally get a description of Feyre. And barely, just her nose. Her nose. Like her and mouth. She looks like her, like a little bit of her mother and like Nesta um, and like up tilted eyes. But like, she so said. I took it as like her cheekbones and her eyes were that like she's so bone thin because she is like emaciated i mean i think it's part of it i think the hollow cheeks yeah but i think she does have good bone structure Mm, very sharp yes um okay this was the elaine reference they made so the next she goes to sleep wakes up the next morning she's wandering through the halls and she goes a balmy breeze scented with dot 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 a hyacinth yeah I realized if only from Elaine's small garden floated down the halls. Oh. Same flowers that Elaine plants. Mm-hmm. So another little point for the whole Elaine theory. I don't know. I'm just so intrigued by Elaine's story. You are? I just need to know. Like, I just need to know. I'm not that intrigued by her, like but like I fucking need to know. We're spinning our wheels, and sometimes I feel like we're just like 
pulling shit out of our asses to try to because no one fucking knows and know. SJM did that on purpose well it's just so annoying that we don't know because we found out like Elena's supposed to be have had a mate now for like how many books three yeah. that's ridiculous yeah like well, we've gotten nothing poor Lucian if it is him um, um oh keep going do you have more to add I only have um, a few more things just how Tamlin goes your hair's clean oh my gosh I know such a shitty comment. That was the thing that reminded me of the Beauty and the Beast thing. Like, I'm pretty sure this is the scene He's just so where... cringy. I do have more stuff, but keep going. Okay. Um, Mine's not until the end. Mine is near the end. Um, okay, so mine is... Okay, this is, like, in the next morning after they, like, have this dinner and whatever. Um, she's walking to, like, go check the gardens or whatever. And she goes, am I under house arrest? Did they even have house arrest back then? Like, I hate it when books that are supposed to be set in the past use modern mm. references. Like in FBAA. Oh, they... I mean, they might have. Because, I mean, even back in the day, they had, like, jail. Yeah, but house arrest, you have the ankle monitor. Well, it probably wasn't that, like, high tech. They probably had someone, like, literally, like, doing surveillance on your house. Oh, okay. But also foreshadowing to when she is actually in house arrest there. They had that highlighted as well. Yeah. Um, and then my other, this is just a quote that I liked, was um, we learn about, like, the reason behind the masks and the blight, and Thera makes this, like, internal monologue, and she goes, because, like, when he's in beast form, he didn't have it, and she goes, either live as a beast or live with the mask, and I think that kind of is parallel to how you kind of have to survive in, like, Printhia is, like, you either live in your beast form, because they all have beast form, or, like, she always talks about how, like, Reese has to put on all these masks. Now the inner circle always wear all these masks to, like, deal with the core politics. Mm. I think that's a stretch. No, I just think it had... No, like, I'm not saying it's foreshadowing. <laughs> I just think it has deeper meaning. Yeah. That, like, it could mean something. Like, I think SJM is really good about using, like, quick one-liners like that. Like, this could be my salvation or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That quote. Like, I think she's really good about those, like really short sentences that just that, like, pack, a lot of weight yeah that could mean a lot yeah packs a punch yeah <laughs> um i just thought this was funny but her and tamlin are walking around and she's basically like not really engaging conversation <laughs> and tamlin looks at her and goes do you have some sort of problem with me <laughs> I know. i'm just like bruh do you have a problem with me dude like tamlin like, what okay that's kind of like how you told me that you were like everybody likes me tamlin they has, do tamlin has this you might be Tamlin. He's a Pisces, for sure. Oh, a thousand percent. Actually, I don't know if that's a Pisces trait. No, I think that's Virgo. Hmm. Um, but it just was so like, dude, what's your problem? Yeah. Like, it was like, just so funny. Tamlin, you kidnapped her. Yeah. Like, you literally kidnapped her and just forced her to go on this walk with you. So. And then you also knocked her unconscious for two days. So, like. Yeah. Also, okay, the blight oh. makes no fucking sense. They made it up because they can't talk about it. That's I know, but it, it makes no sense. No, it's. Literally makes no sense. Yeah. And but like I, when I was first reading it, I was like, oh my god. I thought their magic was just dying. Same. I felt like the land was dying. Yeah. It was very I odd to me. for somebody. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally just... <laughs> yeah, you guys, my notes are so not sophisticated. Like, I wrote, okay, the blight, like, does it make sense? Some Is of Lucian her... a playboy? Page 106. Rude. rude. Some of her notes are just page 105 page 115 okay to play devil's advocates like how i talk i was telling ellen like i am the best googler like people mm. will be like can you look this up and they're like how did you find that and it's because i literally type 
what I would say in a sentence into Google. Like, people are too vague. Yeah, 100%. Google's smart. Um, I guess they didn't do a summary for Chapter 8, but that was everything I had for um, Chapter 7. I don't I think you're going to laugh at my summary. I mean, I don't. I literally don't for have For Chapter one. 8, it literally says, Place in the garden and plots how to escape. That's a good summary. I don't know yes. if she's playing in the garden, but... She's walking around, and then we're kind of getting this, like, foreboding feeling of, like, these people laughing and sniffing her, but we find out that it's because there's like 20 people walking around okay that's what i wrote down i was like because at first there was like a theory that it was like alice's like nephews yeah no it's um, like all the people that like yeah i think it was just them coming through the glamour yeah because <laughs> if it would have been something like harrowing like alice was watching her yeah and then that's when alice was like they were like behind her giggling sniffing her hair and then alice was like lunch it's like bitch she just woke up yeah like she just went out there did she not? I don't know. I think she probably... I think it's normal lunchtime. Yeah. I don't know. Timing in books really confuses me. Like, I kind of need them to, like, put times on in the garden things. for this long, and now it's lunchtime. Yeah. At noon. <laughs> I mean, did they even have clocks back then? I feel like in Valaris, they have a clock. Oh, God. I don't know. That's just something Valaris I would have. Yeah. Um. Okay. One of my notes for this is that, like, if I was ever kidnapped... I would not survive. Like, every inner monologue Feyre has is, like, plotting an exit, seeing how she's going to get out, trying to steal a weapon, doing this. And I'm like, those would not be my thoughts. Oh, same. I mean, especially in her situation, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even if it was in a bad We're situation. the cute high face. Like, I'm not, like, a fighter. Like, I'm not, like, I don't go into fight or flight mode. I go into, like, freeze. <laughs> I'm a freezer. I'm yeah. like... No, I think I wouldn't call it freeze. I think I just make the best out of my situations. Yeah, like I always laugh at the TikToks that's like Gen Z's. Not that I'm a Gen Z, but like being kidnapped for the first time. Like even when the sky. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I almost just fell off my chair. Yes, like that would be me. It's like me and my bestie (laughs) getting kidnapped and us just laughing. Yeah, like that would a hundred percent be me. And like when my dad talks, so we live in Chicago. My dad says, like, Casey, it's dangerous. Like, you shouldn't be walking home in the dark. I'm like, if it happens, it happens. That's what I say. I'm like, if I get kidnapped. Like, I just accept it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my fate. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because I messed up from fantasy books, I'm like, well, maybe I'll get kidnapped and fall in love with my kidnapper. What is that called? Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I think I have it. Um, I have pre-Stockholm Syndrome, for sure. Who are we talking to? Was it, were you in the conversation where they were like, Casey, you were literally like, yeah, it was a me kidnapper's dream. Yeah. You literally are. I know. Well, because we were in France, and this guy walked up to Casey, and it's like 1 a.m., and he's like... It's like 3 a.m. He's like, hey, I have a boat. And Casey looks, and she goes, I gotta go. I'm going on this guy's boat. And I was like, like, you have fun. I'm gonna go on this man's boat. And I'm like, A, that man is 19. No, not joking. (laughs) Um, But he did not have a boat. No boat. I mean, I never got to find out, but it's fine. That could have been my soulmate. Okay. Probably not. No. So I cried about Ohio about five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't have a lot to say in this chapter. I was mistaken earlier. This is the chapter we learned she's only 19. But then we learned that Favor's mom died when she was eight years old of typhus. And, like, you can really see, like, the sympathy coming from Tamlin. Because, like, so. his parents died. And yeah. I think well, Lucian's really sad. Well, his mom died. And then his dad was killed by Reese. Yeah. 
Um, the only other thing that, like, I have is, like, A, well, I have two things. One, she stole a butter knife. What the hell are you going to do with that? Oh, and they definitely noticed. Yeah. Like, you're fucking dumb. Um, number two is, okay, this really creeps me out, and, like, I might be a little heartless for this, but, like, her ideal life of just, like, living with her father is so weird to me. It's so weird. Like, why is he so obsessed with it? Like, she brought it up again, and she's, like... I think it's her just, like, wanting her, again, like, putting her sister's like before her and I don't even think she's like had the time to think she like like I literally don't think she wants to be responsible for one more person her whole life which is why I don't think she like wants a partner that could make sense you know that like she's just like I'm so sick of taking care of other people I just want to be taken care of yeah in your head your father is supposed to be the one doing this okay um do you have anything else for eight no that was it okay so now um I'm going to read to you these three unhinged theories. theories. Where did you find them from? Reddit. Okay. Um, Okay, so I just copied them straight from there. So let me kind of skim this first one. Okay, so the first one is Tamlin lied about burning Reese and mom's sister's wings and that he has them, like, in his bedroom because all throughout the series – they never once go in Tamlin's room, and he never lets Feyre in there. And people think that they're just left in his um, bedroom. And that later on in the series, they might use their wings to have Reese's sister and mom come back to life. Okay, I was going to ask. That's what it says. What's the conclusion? Go, because go, if it was... Because used his freaking eyeball and finger bone, they can use the wings to bring them back to life. Okay, because I was going to say, if this is going towards where, like, Tamlin's just that evil, I was going to say no. It's going to be, and that, um... So I can see, I don't think so, though. I really don't. See, that's why I think that one kind of goes into the factor, like... Because also I think to use Durian's, like, like, that magic, I think, was from, like, that book of breathings. Oh. Like, I think she had to use a spell from it. To be able to do that? Like, with Highburn, and, like, I just don't even think... Tamlin knew what the Book of Breathings were. This person always goes, um, nobody stays dead in these fucking series, so I wouldn't put it past SJM. That's funny. Um, I think that's too far off. Yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say, if it was out of spite, definitely not, but I know. I could just, I mean, if it's not their wings in there, it is weird that... It's such a small detail. I think it was literally the point of that was to just show that okay. they're, okay. like, not intimate and, yeah. like, they're living separate lives. Okay. Um, there's the other one of, like, the um, old, like, history thing of, like, how the High King was betrayed by his general and um, his lover. Or by his, yeah. That's Jurian. No, 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 no. <laughs> um... So people think that Rhysand will become High King and Cassian and Feyre will betray him. Or Lucian is potentially High High King and he's betrayed by Elaine and Asriel. Okay, there's literally zero shot that Lucian is High King. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what theory you're... It draws on the King Arthur legend with Lancelot and Genevieve Uh or Guinevere. Um, I mean, no, no one's going to betray Reese, but I do, I am a total believer that Reese is going to become High King of Printhia. 100%. See, I am, I don't believe in that theory because I think 
Reese and Pharaoh's story is done. I think it's at a conclusion, and I think they are. Just I mean, it could be... still happen from a different POV, but yeah. I could see that tying up the series. Like when we switch finally back to them, oh, I want or the maybe Nick's be... is going to be High King. King. I could see that. Yeah. Um, the last. I mean, that would have to be like five million books passed because that would yeah. take forever. I mean, she could do a time jump for sure. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, it says the old ancient high king was betrayed by his lover and his best friend. So, could be Reese being high king and being betrayed mm. by Cassie and his general, Thera, his love. Do you think if Reese had to choose what friend he's closer with, he thought, you think it'd be Cassian? Well, Cassian's the general of his army, and that's what it would be. Okay, just separate. What do you think? I think he'd choose as. I think so, too. But then again, he does say that, like, they were reminded of him of Cassie, and he's like, in that moment, I fell in love with you because you reminded me of... So? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think don't know. he loves them both, but I think they I think they both would choose As over each other. Mm. Because I think... Cassian is so soft, he'd probably be like, Nesta is my best friend. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he totally And Nesta would... would look at him and be like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the book talk where it's like... It's Kim K, but it's someone pretending to be Nesta's vows to Cassian. And it's when, like, Kim K is talking about her relationship with Pete. And she's like, I mean, yeah, basically, like, when I saw you, I was just DTF. Oh, yeah. I think she says, like, BD or yeah, something. Yeah, I just saw yeah. this BD. And yeah. like, I was like, DTF. <laughs> um, have you seen the one? It's the one image. <laughs> Someone imitating Feyre, like, after changing her mind with Tamlin, and it's the, like, voiceover of Kim crying about how she's ending her marriage with Kim, Chris Humphrey. She's like, and I just changed my mind. I used to love him, but, like, I changed my mind, and I don't love him. And, like, sobbing, and she's like, and I just feel bad. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay, the final theory, unhinged theory, is that Elaine is secretly a serial killer, and she's using... Her gardening to bury the bodies. So that's after like another book or an actual serial killer. Like, oh, um, really? Yeah, it's like uh, something gardening the bodies, or that's like from like a different story. So, but I don't think so. No, I don't believe in that one either. But there were a lot of people that were like, yes, I'm here for that mm. one. That's because everyone just fucking hates Elaine. They just want her to be so fucked up. Yeah, like, what if Amarantha died and is in Elaine's body? Someone said, okay, this is like a multiverse theory that, because I don't remember this about Flynn's dad in Crescent City, but Flynn's dad... Sucks. I know he's an asshole. But apparently he like jumps planets in different worlds and that he jumped a planet and he wanted, he didn't want Pharaoh to fall in love with Tamlin to, to break the treaty and go under the mountain. So he was pretending to be Isaac Kale. To make Thera fall in love with him. And so Flynn's dad is Isaac Hale. It's the most far-fetched thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I know. Um, So I have more unhinged theories for you next week. Okay, I'm excited. Um, Well, that's all we have for you. I think this, like, four-chapter increment works out really well for these books. So this one was a little longer than our other one. Yeah. Oh, well. But hope you enjoyed it. Um, Follow us on Instagram, TikTok interact and with us you guys on Spotify. Any, yeah, have any feedback, please let us know if there's something you think you want to tell us about the books, the se- series, or anything about our podcast flow. 
<laughs> <laughs> Don't say flow. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>